Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's hour two on your Tuesday. Mutt and Lou, 93.7 WEEI. Paul Flannery, our Celtics guy, WEEI.com, hanging out. We have been hoops crazy. Start the show. We'll do a lot of basketball here today, and not just Celtics because it, it really is a silly season. There's a... So wait to sign contracts until, what, July 11th? Yes. So we have another week of this? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is going to be fun. Uh, mm-hmm. And the guy who's been all over pretty much every story, Adrian Wojnarowski of Yahoo Sports, joins us on the AT&T hotline. Adrian, it's uh, Mutt and Paul Flannery here in Boston. How you doing, pal? Guys, I'm doing great. How you doing? We're, we're doing well because we probably got a little sleep last night. You and this Dwight Howard story, my guess is this is going to go on for a while Seems like the the landscape is changing here. From he can't get traded to Brooklyn. Now he's going to Brooklyn. Now Orlando's going to wait. Where are we right now with Dwight Howard? Uh, he he's not going to Brooklyn. It's just it's uh, very unlikely uh, that there's you know Orlando's not interested in accommodating what Dwight wants. They're going to make the deal that they think um, you know gives them the best return. And you know Dwight's threat of you know, last year when he when teams wanted to take Dwight as a rental, he had the real threat of, hey, if you trade for me at the all-star, you know, at the trade deadline or before the season, whatever it would be, I'm just going to go to Brooklyn as a free agent because they have cap space. Well, he doesn't have that threat anymore. The Nets are loading up all their cap space um, as we speak. And so if you're a team right now out there, whether it's Houston or L.A. or, or anybody, you know, you have, you know, those teams all believe, you know, if they make a deal for Dwight, they have an excellent chance to keep him because they'll have his bird rights. They'll be able to pay him the most money. And what team out there has cap space next year that will be appealing to him? Now, Atlanta has been talked about a lot the last couple of days because of all the money they're getting off. But listen, a big part of what Dwight has been doing here and wanting to get to a big market, specifically New York or L.A., is his Adidas deal is worth two, and I've been told maybe even three times more by being in New York or L.A. So going from Orlando to Atlanta, while it's his hometown and Josh Smith is a close friend, and maybe it's appealing on some levels, it's not going to get him the payday that he's been looking for here. Right. Hey, well, just Paul. Um, hey, Paul. <laughs> how's it going? But uh, with, with Dwight, and uh, you, you've, been, you've been all over this Adidas angle. I remember you wrote, or in, uh, I think about midseason, about why he would not go to Chicago and be on the same team with Derrick Rose because they both have that Adidas affiliation. But how much has Dwight damaged himself throughout the NBA with, with his, I don't want to say antics, but this is, this is weird. This, is, this has been, a, this has been a, an awkward situation. How much has he damaged himself, not so much with fans, but with, that, with, with, with other teams? Listen, he's still, I think he's probably damaged himself more with the general public um, than he has with teams. He still has great value if he's healthy. I mean, you can't really underestimate what he's meant to that Orlando team. When you look at the supporting cast he's had around him and, and really how much they have won and been in the playoffs and gone to a finals, um, he, he really impacts winning and losing. Now, people say, well, he hasn't won a championship. Well, 
you, you were not going to win one with what they had there. We haven't seen any team that built around one player win a title. LeBron could do it in Cleveland, and, and he hasn't been able to do it in Orlando. I, but I do think he could do it somewhere else with the right supporting cast. For, for whatever flaws he has, I think he's a leader, and he still is a tremendous um, uh, talent and, and just an incredible force on the defensive end. So um, I, I think teams are still – I don't sense there's any – trepidation with teams about um, dealing for him uh, because of all this. But in terms of his reputation with fans, yeah, I think it's been, it's been severely damaged. And, again, that's why I do think the Atlanta thing is interesting because <clears throat> it gives you a storyline of him going home and making the Hawks relevant. Um, but I don't know if that's going to be enough for him. Right. It's it it is interesting because and I want to get back into the Atlanta thing a little bit because it'll bring it, we'll, we'll tie this into Josh Smith because I know a lot of Celtics fans have had interest in 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 somehow finagling Josh Smith to get to Boston. But if you're handicapping this right now and if Brooklyn doesn't have anything good to offer, is does is L A are the Lakers still that team because they still mm-hmm. they they still can go buy them? Is are they yeah. still the are they still the favorites? I, I yes they are and because if you're if you're Orlando and you know, if you'd even consider the Nets deal, the Nets offer, I mean, Brooke Lopez is the marquee piece of that. He's a restricted free agent. He wants, you know, money just south of the max. And, the listen, maybe he'll get it from the Nets. He may get a 50, you know, five-year, 50-plus million-dollar deal. If you are Orlando, do you want to invest that kind of money in a guy who averaged four rebounds a game last season? I mean, he's a talented guy, and I think he has value, but in this is that the guy you want to build around? And I, I think the answer is no. I know the answer is no. So, right. um, and Orlando right now, you know, <clears throat> the Nets picks don't have value to the magic. If, if they're going to give them the Nets, um, Dwight Howard, and they have Darren Williams and Joe Johnson, <clears throat> that's a team who's going to be drafting in the mid to late twenties. And so those picks don't mean anything going forward. They don't want Chris Humphreys in Orlando. They, they have Ryan Anderson. They just drafted Andrew Nicholson. They have four men, and um, Humphreys is not a guy for a rebuilding team. Um, so there's just <clears throat> there's nothing to suggest right now that <clears throat> excuse me that Orlando and the Nets um, and you know Houston has some you know I, I think has more there's more intrigue to the Magic with what Houston has, but LA remains a team that um, you know have um, you know because of Andrew Bynum you have a 24 year old All Star center. Who, you know, who in the league wouldn't be willing to build around him? I mean, anybody would. I mean, he's not perfect, but as we know, the perfect's not out there. Adrian, in terms of uh, Paul bringing up the Atlanta Hawks and Danny Ferry clearing about eighty million dollars in cap space, the text that we've gotten the most here last couple of days regards one of Atlanta's players, Josh Smith, and can the Celtics find a way to get a sign and trade? And it's it's two part for you. Did what Danny Ferry did yesterday? affect the likelihood that Josh Smith has moved here? And what type of deal would the Celtics have to put together if that was a possibility? See, I, don't, I think it's less likely now that they move Josh Smith because you don't, if they're going to attract big free agents, especially Dwight Howard, Dwight and Josh Smith are best friends. In fact, I was told Josh is out in L.A. right now and they may be you know, spending some time and, and Josh is going into recruiting mode now. So, I don't see the benefit of them moving. They've got all the money they need under the cap off. And so if you're going to attract, let's see if they do, if they do try to attract 
Chris Paul next year or Dwight Howard. You've got to having Horford and Josh Smith there are appealing um, to those kind of players, and you know you still can use them in a sign and trade potentially. I think more Horford than Josh Smith. If you were going to do is say a sign and trade with Orlando Horford, I, I think that would be a player that Orlando would have interest in. So I don't know that there'd be a rush now to move um, Josh Smith. I think he's in a role, especially if they want to go this Dwight route. They need to have Josh there to help help make that happen. Yeah, I I I, I mean I I totally I totally agree with that sentiment, and I think the the choice of Horford or Bynum is an interesting one. And I saw you tweet that yesterday. Um, you know, people discount Horford and how good he really is because he was hurt a, a lot of this year. But if, if I'm Orlando, I'm 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 thinking very seriously about about that possibility. How do you fall on that, Horford or Bynum? I, you know, I I I, I quoted a, a GM. A really, obviously, I'm not going to say who it is, but a very respected GM. No one would say, "Hey, this guy hasn't done very good work in the NBA." And we were just talking about that yesterday. And he his I, his thought was. At least with Horford, I know he's going to play hard every single night, and he and he helps you build a culture of of you know toughness and 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 he's he, he's going to come play for you. You know, obviously he was injured last year, and he came back and played still very injured, and and was fairly effective um, without any practice time against you know Boston after he put you know after his first game back. So, um, but but Bynum, I think, I mean. If, at the end of the day, I think Bynum would be the guy, and, and I still think, I mean, he's the aircraft carrier setter. Right. He had his best year in the league this year. Um, he had a pretty good, well, he had a very good start to his first round against um, Denver and then tapered off, but uh, it's a tough call with Bynum. I mean, there's a feeling he's still 24, he's still developing, that, that some of these flaws and, and focus issues um, and immaturity will change. And then there's other people who say, hey, listen, he's been in the league for seven years. Hmm. This is who he is. And so those are the questions Orlando's got to ask itself. We're talking Adrian Wojnarowski, Yahoo Sports. We've got to come back to the Celtics here for a bit because I think Celtic fans, Adrian, are pretty excited about Kevin Garnett, three years and $34 million bucks. The next shoe seems to be involving Ray Allen. Where, what are your thoughts on Ray, and does he end up back here in a Celtics uniform? You know, and I, I'm not sure how where Paul fell on this. I, I really thought he was gone. I really didn't think they were going to bring him back um, when they were putting the team together. I was, um, you know, I felt confident they were going to offer KG a deal. Um, uh, but um, you know, and and I don't disagree with the decision. I just thought there was there was some acrimony there that I think had to be mended and um, between them. And I think they're in the process of doing that. I just don't see him going to Memphis. I know they're offering comparable money, but remember when Boston and Memphis had a talked about a deal at the trade deadline that fell apart. I, I know that Ray was not excited about being sent to Memphis, and even though they were a playoff team, um, he didn't see it as a um, real desirable location at that time. Now, maybe he's changed his thinking on that. Maybe it's just leveraging now, but I. I don't see him leaving Boston for the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, I think geography is important to Ray. Um, his family, uh, you know, obviously, you know, geographically being closer, you know, that's why I thought the Knicks, you know, I think the Knicks are going in other directions, but I always thought the Knicks would be a possibility because of that. And obviously Miami is intriguing because he knows he has a chance to be on a big stage to win. Um, you know, Mike Miller's future is very much in doubt there. Um, you know, Ray would come in and, and play a big part, but again, 
he's going to have to take less money to do that. And the fact that Boston has shown, um, you know, if they are at two years, six million per, um, which I think is comparable to what I've been hearing, like Jason Terry's being offered by teams around the league, um, you know, then I, you know, I think it gives Boston a, a good chance to be able to retain him. Well, and that's the question, right? They offer the most money. They can offer the most because of the contract situation, Adrian. If he doesn't come back in two years and 12, we go back and say there was that relationship, whether it is Ray and the team, Ray and Rajon Rondo, that kept him from coming back to the Celtic group? I, I don't think he'll say it, but listen, I think there's been the one thing, the thing with Ray and Rajon, which I think has been there, the one thing people, though, have always said to me in that locker room and in the organization is whatever issues they may have had with each other and personalities, that, it, that they never, ever carried it onto the court. And it never, it never was an issue on the court, which at the end of the day to me is all that really matters. Um, so only Ray knows how much of a factor it is. I think it is a factor, but I don't know that it's enough of a factor that it's, that it's driving him away or that it would drive him away. Um, but, you know, I, I know it's been a consideration. I, again, I, I just I don't think he's – listen, Ray Allen's not going to leave Boston because he doesn't get along with Rajon Rondo. Do they have a great relationship? No, they don't. Um, but, again, I think the fact that it has never affected how they play together is really all that matters. Yeah, Adrian, I mean, I thought when the season ended that maybe maybe a 20% chance, just because you never say never, that Ray right. would come back. And then, you know, I, I've I've now put it at 50-50 at best, just because, mm-hmm. you know, he, he does have other offers, probably for comparable money. I've always thought the Clippers were an interesting idea, although – they are the Clippers, and you never know exactly what's going to be what's going to happen mm-hmm. there. But if they don't get Ray, is I mean, Jason Terry seems to make a ton of sense. How big is his market? How competitive is his market? Um, what I've been told is the offers for him have all come in very similar. Um, that two years, six million range, or, or around the mid level for him. Um, there's a lot of interest in him. He's he's you know, especially for contending teams. He fits in on a two year deal. I think he's thirty. 35. He's obviously younger than Ray, but he's you know, he's in that mid thirty range, and, right. um, and you know, there's a lot of. Um, I think his market's going to be dictated on what Ray does, and and when Ray makes his decision, then I think things fall into place quickly for Terry. Adrian, last one for me. The Eastern Conference has gone through a bit of a shakeup here. I think as a Celtics fan, you thought, okay, Miami's won. If they bring the band back together, they're a clear cut number two. How high does Brooklyn jump? Say they don't make the Dwight Howard deal and they bring Darrell Williams back and Joe Johnson. Are they a top-four team in your mind if it's that group of Williams and Johnson for next year? Williams, Johnson, Wallace, Lopez, Marshawn Brooks. I mean, I, I, I think it's – yeah, I think fourth place is – I think it's in that fourth to sixth range. I Like, I'm not convinced they're going to automatically – like. I think Philly has a great chemistry together. We'll see what they do with that group. You know, maybe the Nets, you know, their best player is better than Philly's best player, but I'm not so sure. Like Joe Johnson in the big market, I'm going to be really curious about that. I, You know, he's never wanted this. He's a small-town kid. He's not a kid. He's 31 years old. But he, he's, he's from the South. He's from a small town. Um, I don't think the big city has ever appealed to him. He had chances. You know, he got the great deal in Atlanta. I don't know how Joe Johnson is going to um, react to playing with the scrutiny that comes and all the attention that's going to come on Brooklyn initially. Um, you know, 
unless you put Dwight Howard in the middle of that team, they're not a contender. He's Adrian Wojnarowski, and he's been all over uh, this NBA stuff. And when Dwight Howard ends up getting traded, he'll probably have it first. Adrian, thank you so much. Enjoy your 4th of July holiday and look forward to talking to you down the road. Okay, guys, anytime. Take care. He is the best. And as always, Adrian's on the AT&T hotline, AT&T 4G LTE, with speeds up to 10 times faster than 3G. It's AT&T Rethink Possible. Could have done that for... uh, Probably about till two o'clock today. Just Did you pick hear his how tired on he different is? NBA. You, you heard it, right? <laughs> He's he tired. didn't sleep. He's got Dwight Howard and this crap. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.